step this morning into that scripture portion of our service now. And last week we took a little bit of a break from our series in the Old Testament people. We talked a little bit about the strategies of this church to accomplish our mission. But today we're back in the Old Testament. We're back with the people of Israel. And today we pick up the story of Daniel who is with those in exile in Babylon And Daniel and his friends have a decision to make, to be faithful or to fit in with the crowd. Let's see how it goes. When Jehoiakim was king of Judah, Babylon's king, Nebuchadnezzar went with his army to Judah. Because God's people had sinned against him, God allowed King Nebuchadnezzar to take over the city of Jerusalem. King Nebuchadnezzar's leaders gathered a group of young men from among the Israelites and brought them to Babylon. The king wanted people who were healthy, handsome, and good learners to serve in his palace. Every day, King Nebuchadnezzar gave the young men special meals. They ate the same food and drank the same drinks that the king ate and drank they would be trained for three years. Then they would be ready to serve the king. Four of the young men from Judah were different from the others in the group. They worshiped the Lord, the one true God. Their names were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. The man in charge of the group gave them new Babylonian names. Daniel's new name was Belteshazzar, Hananiah's new name was Shadrach, Mishael's new name was Meshach, and Ezariah's new name was Abednego. Even though Daniel and his new friends weren't in Judah anymore, Daniel wanted to be faithful to God. God's laws told Daniel what he could and could not eat. Daniel was not allowed to eat some of the food that the king gave the young men. Daniel asked the man in charge for permission to eat other foods. Daniel said, try this for 10 days. Let us eat only vegetables and drink only water. Then see if we are healthier than the other young men. The guard agreed. At the end of 10 days, Daniel and his friends looked healthier than the young men who had eaten the king's food. After that, the guard allowed Daniel and his friends to keep drinking water and eating vegetables. God was happy that Daniel obeyed him. God blessed Daniel and his friends. He made them wise and smart. They learned lots of new things. God gave Daniel the ability to understand visions and dreams. When their training was over, Daniel and his friends stood before the king. The king saw that they were smarter and stronger than all the other young men. They were even smarter than the wise men who worked for the king. Daniel served the king for many years. Daniel was faithful to God, and God blessed him. In an even greater way, Jesus was always faithful to God. He came to earth and followed God's plan to save sinners. Those who trust in Jesus receive God's forgiveness and blessing. So the choice, bacon and red wine or 
Brussels sprouts and river water, right? Fit in with the cool, prestigious people or be this kind of offensive outcast. That's the choice that Daniel and his friends had to make. And it seems pretty obvious. I, I don't know if it's obvious for all of you, but I will choose bacon over Brussels sprouts any day of the week. But that's from the perspective of the Babylonians. From the perspective of Daniel and his friends, the choice was a lot more complicated than that. Because the choice was whether to be faithful to God's ancient words, the words that he had delivered to his people hundreds of years ago, or now that they're in a very different situation here in exile to assimilate to this society even though doing so would be to assimilate into a sinful society. Daniel and his friends had a really hard decision to make. But as they looked at that decision, they looked at it so differently because they saw that God's ancient, ancient words from hundreds of years ago weren't just an ancient law book, but it was about how God is for his people. It's about how God gives his people a place to belong. So that even though right now in their circumstances in exile, making the decision for God's word would make them kind of weirdos in a weird place, they would still have a place to belong in the community of God. And with that perspective, they were able to see past the bacon and the Brussels sprouts They were able to see past being just being a popular person or being a weirdo. They were able to see ahead to a place where they belonged and they acted like people that belonged there. And so Daniel and his friends were faithful. They were faithful by being weirdos in a weird place. And by doing that, they became an example for us. Because we're kind of weirdos in a weird place. We believe in this guy named Jesus who lived thousands of years ago. We, we gather together on a Sunday morning in this weird place with, with other weird people. We talk about a weird book called the Bible. Where a lot of other people are out on their boats or out at a cruise or out doing something that sounds a little bit more exciting. And we are here gathered together to hear God's word. And we face every single day decisions. Decisions to assimilate to the sinful society or decisions to be faithful to this word of God that we hear. And maybe that decision is a Caribbean cruise on a Sunday morning instead of hearing hearing God's word in worship. Maybe that decision is, is for kids to to be wild and crazy with my friends in the homeroom while the teacher's trying to get my attention, or to be the weirdo who waits for the teacher to tell me what to do. Maybe it's to go out on the playground with the popular kids, or to hang out with the new kid. The decisions we face are often decisions to assimilate to a sinful society or to be weirdos in a weird place. And if we're honest with ourselves, we've all, one time or another, decided to assimilate into a sinful society. 
And the truth is we need more than just an example of how to live a faithful life. We need a savior. And Jesus would come as more than an example, but a savior. Jesus would come and he would actually become a weirdo in this weird place. The perfect God comes into this imperfect, infinitely imperfect world as a weirdo. Born in a stable instead of in a palace. Jesus is a king and he's crowned king at a baptism out in the Jordan River by a weirdo named John the Baptist. And at Jesus' crowning, rather than having a great feast and celebrating that Jesus' reign is beginning on earth, he goes out into the desert and doesn't eat anything for 40 days where he meets the devil. And the devil comes to Jesus and presents that decision to him. The decision to be a weirdo in this weird place or to assimilate into sinful society. He does it with food. He says, Jesus, you could have anything in the world to eat. At least turn these stones into bread and satisfy your hunger. But Jesus says, no, I'd rather eat nothing and be a weirdo here. He takes him up on the temple and says, throw yourself off. Everybody that's important is here in the temple. Throw yourself off. When you land safely on the ground, everybody is going to love you. You're going to be popular. You're going to have prestige. The important people will think you're important. And Jesus says, no. I'd rather spend my entire ministry chasing after poor people, healing the sick, and trying to love the outcast. Satan says, look Jesus, I've got a throne in store for you. Assimilate to sinful society. Bow down and worship me like everybody else is doing and I'll give you more power than any of them have. Jesus says, no, I don't need your throne, Satan, because I have a rugged cross. And on that cross, that's where I'll reign. Jesus doesn't assimilate to our sinful society, but he is a weirdo here in this weird, imperfect, broken place. And he's a weirdo so that he can give all of us weirdos a place to belong. Jesus gives us a place to belong. He offers us forgiveness by being that weirdo who decides to die on a cross rather than reigning on a throne. He gives us a certain home. So that like Daniel and like Jesus, we can actually see past the instant gratification of the decisions that are placed in front of us. We can see past the bacon and the Brussels sprouts. We can see ahead to a place where we belong with Jesus. Despite our decisions that we've made in the past, Jesus offers us forgiveness. He gives us a certain home in his house. And now, when we have to make the decisions... It's a lot easier to make them according to the household rules that Jesus gives us. Those ancient words that Jesus gave us thousands of years ago, they hold a promise for a place that we belong. 
and a way that we live in that place. See, Daniel is our faithful example. But Jesus is our faithful Savior, who is that weirdo in the weird place to give you that place where you belong forever. Amen.